sleeves, which probably clarify a lot of people when they're like, what's the name again? And then they don't think it's, it is satirical. People think we're serious, yeah. And they say, that's not very like you. And I'm like, yeah, it's not. Well, those people know are me better. stupid. Know me I think better. it's clearly an ironic name. It's a Jonathan Brown quote. Jonathan Brown said that real men don't wear long sleeves and basically we're saying fuck that men- that mentality and that's what our, the ethos of our podcast is. And if you don't get that, then you're not welcome to listen anymore. <laughs> For those that can't see, Erin's doing a lot of finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording from a new location today. We're lying in Rose's bed, which Freshly is made. unbelievably comfortable. It's, so it's hard to believe that. I, I'm I have all- five pillows, two sheets. Two blankies. I just don't know. I got two more pillows in my cupboard if you think we need them. Well, as I said to you the other night, I'm not traditionally not a pillow person. I just like lie on the mattress without the pillows. But these pillows are like nothing I've ever really like. No, they're so soft. Yeah, they're good pillows. Anyway, um, so it's been a little bit since we last recorded. Uh, For no real reason. Round. We just missed last round. Well, part of the issue was that I wanted to do a live game and Erin didn't. And no, then... that's not true. I thought that was hard. I did want to. Last we just we couldn't argue about it. No, <laughs> I did. We never ended up. I did want to. We just couldn't find one that timed right. Yeah. It's hard to find time to do a live recording, which makes no sense because like we live together and neither of us like are very active in our lives. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> currently six ten p.m., which already was pushing it because Erin be... said it was too late. No. That's not... That's what was, you said. You said it's the night time. I don't yeah, but it, it wasn't to do with the fact that it was too late. It was just that, like, I couldn't fast. You know, I come home, I work all day, I come home, <laughs> I pick you up from the river. I... <laughs> I will. I accidentally walked. So okay, let's fill the listeners in on where we've been for the last few weeks. As I mentioned, <laughs> where we've been. Where we've been. <laughs> I, we haven't moved. <laughs> I did. I did have a very serious back injury, which meant I've been bed slash couch ridden for the better part of a month. That's exaggerating. It's like two and a half weeks. But anyway, my physio told me that I should start going on fifteen minute walks, and then I accidentally ended up walking four and a half k's down towards the beach today, and then Rose had to come and pick me up. Now obviously I'm tired, and so then it got to night time. She was like, "Let's record the pod," and I was like, "I'm tired." And I don't want to be tired for the pod so I can like bring my A-game energy level for our listeners. So that's all I meant. I didn't mean it's too late. Erin, your B-game is most people's A-game. <laughs> um, Why did you pause the footy? Because we hadn't even announced what game oh. we were doing yet and the quarter was getting away from us. Okay, sorry. And neither of us were watching it, but quickly, just on our day before I picked you up. Very interesting. I get bouquet of sunflowers. I don't think people can understand you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went walked to my car after work and there was a bouquet of sunflowers sitting in my windscreen wipers with no note. And the florist doesn't remember who bought them for me. And I'm really confused. I think it was Zach Butters. <laughs> I don't think it was. That, that How Butters... would Zach Butters know that I drive drag? Zach Butters has started coming into my work and getting his little hot chocolates. Yeah, to yeah. confirm the rumours, getting a hot chocolate. Um, well, it could be Treaders. Rose and Treaders had banter today and then he thought, I'm going to go buy her some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That girl brightened my day with her cafe banter, so I'm going to brighten hers with a bouquet <laughs> of sunflowers. The only logical side. Enough laughing about. That's usually what I think when baristas are nice to me. What, are you going to buy them a bouquet or something? I go to the local florist, I ask around, find out which <laughs> what car they drive. They drive. <laughs> anyway, back to the topic of the podcast. Oh, yeah. We're watching um, North versus Essendon. Start of third quarter, Essendon, nine points up. 41-32. I don't think we've ever done a North Melbourne game before. I, quite, I don't mind the old, the old shin bonus, depending on the, the player. I really don't like Essendon. They were inoffensive and then they got good and it's like now I've been reminded of why you're the devils. Why um, are they the devils? You elaborate on that. Well, for starters, they beat us last week. For seconds, I really 
really hate Jake Stringer, who is injured tonight, but he wasn't against my boys. But they can make the whole team devils because you hate one player. I don't like Dylan Chill just because he annoys me. Um, McKernan I like really don't like because he has um like his parts been plucked. What the fuck, Rose? <laughs> I think your use of the term devil, you've used that word too liberally because I like you to explain it and you just don't like three of the players for the most petty reasons. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like Essendon. I'm not meant to like them anyway because I'm a Collingwood supporter. It's like if Carlton start beating us, they're all right at the moment. They sit okay with me, but like I will turn on them. Oh wow, he really got hit behind the head there. Oh Pittard, classic. McKernan. Is that Pittard? Yeah, Shut the fuck up. He's That's got not the Pittard. bleached hair. He's got the Tiger King. He looks haircut. so different. I miss Pittard. And Polak, I quite like him as well. Yeah, he was so unreliable though. There's not really any North players that I like really don't like. Also, I feel I can't believe that was Pitta. Todd Goldstein, I um think is like a really forgotten ruckman. He was really good. I feel bad that he's never yeah, in he the conversation. Of yeah. the... Well, but now I... it's like people are kind of be like, oh, he's like the third best ruckman. And it's like no, he's been so good for so long. And, yeah, see, you know... I don't. I feel like he is in the conversation, but he's only in the conversation because people are always saying he's underrated. Yeah, and like continue to underrate him. Who the hell are you? There's some teams you're like, I've never seen this person That's how I feel about all of North Melbourne. I, apart There's... from Ben Brown, I like, don't know a soul. Well, I watched another episode last night of Yokai Footy, which I think I am pronouncing right now. Yeah, I definitely didn't pronounce right the first time when I said Yokai. Jai Simpkin, a North Melbourne player, is like probably the most attractive man I've ever seen in my entire oh, really? life. Maybe and I should investigate. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what number he is, though. Now. Let me... <laughs> um, also, I'll, I have a question I'll look up his Instagram for you. Um, wow, okay, North Melbourne just got a goal, so it's only three points in it. Here's Jai's Instagram. It's hard because there's a lot of photos of him holding fish, which is, like, difficult to <gasps> What's overcome that? in some ways. He's holding some kind of big lizard. I didn't actually notice that lizard earlier How on. How could you not notice that lizard? <laughs> it's the size of a person. It's a large lizard. You're not wrong. I've never seen the underside of a lizard like that. He's a nice looking boy, yes. Well, he loves to hold a fish, though, doesn't he? Ninety <laughs> percent of the posts. Oh, I also don't like this Essendon player Snelling. He was one of the mid-season draft picks. Oh, from Westies. He is from Adelaide, so oh no, very that well might be could my be. dad's patois. Because he has annoyed me since he started playing because. Obviously, he would have been really good in the SANFL, so he's got this, like, unjustified level of arrogance at AFL level. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, but, like, get over it. That was a good oh, that goal. was an amazing goal from Zaharakis. Is that Zaharakis? Whom I also hate because of the 2009 Anzac Day. You need to start, like, letting go of some of these things. Okay, says the girl that after Brisbane beat Port last weekend, had to watch the 2004 AFL Grand Final to recover. That's not got anything to do with this. Um, that feels like a letting go. No, I'm saying, like, you're, still, you're still saying you hate people from, like, 2009. It's like... Because he kicked the winning goal in an Anzac Day classic. Yeah, but Rose, like... Okay, I'm not even going to have this argument Do you think you. I'm ever going to forgive Dom Sheed? No. <sighs> Do you think I'm ever going to forgive Nick from my English tune? No. <laughs> okay, if you want to be walking around with that much hate inside you, then go right ahead, sweet cheeks. Fucking <laughs> you might be on the hit list. This <laughs> <laughs> shit up. Hey, did you see I changed the AFL hot or not list on the I page? did, yeah. Did you like it? I didn't really read it. I just oh. thought it was different. Oh. What's on there? I don't remember. Oh, I remember one thing was Brad Ebert's suspension. 
on the not on the not list. But yeah, you know I what? Like I think it's good that Brad Eber has a week off because, like, I swear he's like three games away from permanent brain damage. Yeah, he should wear a helmet. He Thank gets concussions you. all the time. I say he should wear a helmet, but my brother always says it would do nothing. I'm like, how could it do nothing? Well, when he comes back from concussion, like serious concussions, he wears a helmet. So it's like, well, obviously. It, yeah, obviously it's got a purpose. Yeah. I just think, like, he, he gets it in the head so much. It just worries me because he's such a nice man. I worry about his future. What, what else? do you think? I'm not that. They're still my evil tipping team. Yeah, I know. That's all I know about North is that you can never trust them. Yeah, that's true. I've said that that's many true. times on this podcast and I'm not changing my tune. Hey, what did you think of the North, um, the Port Adelaide win against the Giants? It was shit. It was the most crappy game. No one played but well except Butters. They didn't deserve to win. The Giants deserved to win more than they did. No, I'm just saying Port didn't like earn the win. I've got a chip on my shoulder. I know this is probably a bit of whiplash because the last episode we recorded, I was so like on the poor bandwagon again but I just now after the Brisbane loss it was like I remember what it's really like to be Port supporter which is constant disappointment and so now I'm protecting my heart by talking shit about them when actually I'm deeply hurt the same way I approach relationships oh dear (laughs) the crows are still shit though what has that got to do with anything do you have a team that you like despise so much that it's like you can't be happy with your own team's wins unless the team you hate is losing no because like I don't hate myself Kidding, okay. I do, obviously. <laughs> uh, oh, poor Ben Brown. He's the only tall forward, so then all of the midfielders in North just, like, bang it in, expecting him to, like, take mark of the year every five seconds. Or they, like, put it to the ground for the small forward, so he just gets, like, messed around. No one like is, like, he's... actually catering to Ben Brown. Yeah, but I think Ben Brown remains quite an influential player in the North Melbourne side, whereas, like, someone like Charlie Dixon. Again, sorry to do a complete 180 on where I was the last podcast episode, but like if he's not getting the marks, he has no impact on the game. Whereas I feel like Ben Brown is still like, he maintains a presence. But also Charlie Dixon automatically takes up the best halfback in the opposition team. Anyway, what else is going on in football that you want to talk about? Um, Collingwood won. We had new players coming and IQ came back. Who? Isaac Klinor. Okay, oh. IQ. Oh, that guy I like. Oh, I pictured Klinor spelled with a K. No, Klinor. Oh, good kick from number 12. But I kind of liked um, the other guy out too, Bosena Baluki, whose name I have learnt properly. I liked his game better. But also, I think it's really weird that he's Joffa's great nephew. Mm, I don't have any thoughts on that. Weird though, isn't it? But also really nice for him that he's come from the Collingwood Cheers Court now he gets to play for Collingwood. Because I feel like that doesn't happen for it. It happens for very few players. Say you like are really passionately a supporter of one team. If you were to like become a AFL player and you got drafted to not Collingwood, just put yourself, picture, close your eyes and imagine, let's do a yogic meditation. Close your eyes and you're pulling on your football socks for a different club and you're about to run out on the field and you're versing Collingwood. What do you feel? Your eyes are open. You're not participating. (laughs) I missed my way to close your eyes. Um, I was going to say, I feel like um, when it is your occupation and you've been in this the system of like playing for victoria and the draft and all that sort of stuff for so long no, I'm there'd just, be I, a separation what? between no, being asking... a supporter and being a player yeah i guess okay i have a question for you okay. if you hypothetically were dating a crow player would you support the crow no what about a north melbourne player what about joseph you're out fishing together <laughs> he asks you to put on the scarf holds up a dead lizard what do you say what? I don't think... What are you asking? 
Well, the crows, if I was dating Joe Simpson was pop- and he asked me to hold up a lizard. Simpkin. What did I say? Sorry. I just said because of the, the, the freaky lizard. Yeah, not, yeah. I just threw the lizard in there. It's not pertinent to the, the question. Oh. Um, <laughs> I just thought crows was like the ultimate extreme example. I wouldn't go for crows if I was dating a crows player. But like, I wouldn't want... I'm never going to change for a man, Rose. I was a port supporter before you met me. I'll be a port supporter when you leave me. You might not be here forever, but they will. Um, that was very much one of your like characters. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I was, but it's like, you know, you'd feel like obviously you want your partner. I feel like to feel I'd successful. support two teams except for when they played each other. And then I would just like be alone. We've got a lot of tough conversations to have with all of our uh, admirers in the next few days. <laughs> You're gonna have some hard We've got a lot of hearts to break over the next the next time Zach Butters comes into work, you're going to have to say, Zach, I don't care how many bouquets of sunflowers you buy me. <laughs> I'm a Collingwood girl through and through. Good goal by number four. I know him. Zeebel. Oh. No, Zeebel's out. Oh, really? So this is why I was like a big... He looks like Zeebel though, doesn't he? A little bit. Mm, Jack Zeebel is like very fair blonde. Um, and he's number seven and he... Oh, Jack Zeebel always wears his socks pulled up all the way. This is quite a close game. Only two minutes to go in the third and look at that in scoreline 7-11, The inaccuracy is really starting to annoy me. Mm. Well, you sound like Alistair Clarkson. Well, I said it before he did. I've been saying it for... I can say I've been saying it for years because mm. we got ourselves on record. That's true. Got you on camera. Mm. Um, this is why I didn't want to record it that time. <laughs> Cause why? Because you always get a stomachache after six o'clock. <laughs> I'm tired and lone edge. Um, and not zappy and witty like I always am. But only before 6 <laughs> I don't know. Is that I... Simpkin? Who's no. That? I think. He looks like Paul. the bartender from the Exeter. You know the tall one? No, I don't know to whom do you refer. You would know him if you saw him. I only know the one that's the quiz master. Oh, yeah, no. And then that person in the cranker that I thought was someone from my a different English shoot that I was avoiding because he offered for me to have some of his vape and that I never had a vape before and I didn't know you had to press the button so then I was just like <laughs> slobbering on his vape and he was like mm. I don't know anyway that. thought that was him was like trying not to get served by him for ages and then they're like eventually I was like neither of us will acknowledge other. it's all good then the guy that served me had like an Irish accent <laughs> I was like so it wasn't you this oh. whole time and I've been like running away <laughs> I know that guy that you're talking about that you don't expect to be Irish and then he is yeah yeah with the like facial hair that's like kind of funny shape yeah like guy. a bob yeah. I also have been avoiding a bartender from the cranker for years at this point because have I told you this yeah oh. the fringe yeah yeah I haven't seen that guy for ages I wonder if he quit it's if they're not playing very well you're not wrong I forget that they've played one less game so they've lost the same amount of games as Port they've only lost the one albeit to Carlton so it's like hmm but Carlton were really good this week I know it's so hard to tell what the hell's gonna go on. Mm, I'm hungry. What are you having for dinner? James making fried rice. Oh, I don't know. Go ask him. No. Well, I'm sure they will be enough for you. I will go to the shops. What? Just ask him. <laughs> Whoa, Todd Goldstein just got his clearance. How about Sydney had like zero clearances, but in the fourth by the fourth quarter. I know. Well, Josh Kennedy got injured in the first quarter, and he's like their clearance man. So is he out for the season? Full AFL injury list round seven. Oh, good. We're doing this again. You're just going to read out the names of injured players. You are the instigator of this. Yeah. Don't turn on me like that. Don't you think it's interesting? Interesting that there are a lot of clubs that are so like untested by injury that you're kind of like, what would happen? Is that true? 
I think it's true. Like who? Like Brisbane, for example. Um, twenty eighteen, Richmond's like the dream run. Dream run was like twenty seventeen. You mean? No, no, twenty eighteen when they were like minor premiers and like dominated for most of the season and won all their games except for their game, their four games that they played away. Like they had like no injuries the entire season. Mm, it is just you life, know like that. There are a lot of teams that like and yeah. they are really great, but then it's like you. They haven't yeah. been, their depth hasn't been tested, and that's if that makes sense. And the thing is, like, when you look back on, like, whoever wins the premiership and whatever, nothing about that reflects, you know, did that team have injuries that year? What teams did have injuries that year? Because, you know, if you get three key players injured, it's such a stroke of luck that can change the whole season. So, I don't know. I feel faint. <laughs> okay. That's enough. Actually, I just realised I've had, like, one glass of water today. Stephen Motlop. Test for concussion. Yeah, he did. Hey, you guys are doing well. Xavier Dersman's already testing his hamstring. Oh, good. Yeah, that Stephen Motlop concussion, so that was from Friendly Fire from Farrell. They, like, were both going for the ball really hard and didn't look at each other and, like, Oh, I feel like I remember seeing that, yeah. Oh, back to your earlier thing on one club plays. Mm. There are certain people that you can pick as being that really early on in their career. What do you mean? Like Marcus Bontevelli. What, that he's, like... He, His heart bleeds true he for the old red and the yeah, blue. Yeah, he won't play for any other club than Western Bulldogs. To the extent where it's like, I doubt other clubs would even bother. Do you want to put money on that? Yeah. If Marcus Montepelli plays for another club in the next five years, you give me 300 bucks. Oh. And if he doesn't, I give you 300 bucks. Done. Shake on it. Let the record show we are shaking <laughs> on it. Well, um, 300 bucks is a lot of money. <laughs> with interest. What? <laughs> I don't know how to calculate interest. Um, no, three, 300 will do. Or like Patrick Cripps, he'll never leave Carlton. You can't make the, this is such a sweeping statement. Would like, you like where, to bet another where $300? The, just because, just because would you, you like to bet another $300? Rose, just because you spent 80% of your life stalking their tag pictures on Instagram doesn't mean you know them as a person. How dare you? You can't make a call like that just I based on people's Instagram not, personalities. Not once have I stalked Mark Bontepelli's tag. I don't believe that for a second. I haven't. Okay, well, you don't deny, though, that you do stalk Patrick Cripps Instagram. So what I'm I, getting at, my point I, we being... We did it together last night. I know, but my... we looked at chinchilla photos. <laughs> but my point being, like, you can't just know, like, you don't, you never know what's going to happen in this crazy mixed up world we live in, Rose. You can't just say Patrick Cripps will never play for another club. Like, you don't know that. Well, I do, because he said it. Yeah, but, like, he might, things might change. He might meet a girl he loves in Perth. Or he, a man he loves in Perth. He has a girlfriend. He's like... Well, she might get a job in Perth, and he might want to follow her there. No, but he said, because everyone was like, oh, why don't you go back home, yada, yada. And he was like, I think that building a club from the ground up is like, if I were to change teams and win a premiership anywhere else, it wouldn't mean what it would mean at Carlton coming from where we've come from. Well, yeah, that's nice. And I'm sure, I'm sure he means that now, but how old is he? Like our age. Right. I'm sure if you look back a few years ago, you said some things that you don't stand by anymore. No, this was recent. Well, I'm sure that I'll say things in in the next days even that in, in the coming years I'll come to regret. What I'm just saying is like exchange. You can't just be... I'm, you can mean something at the time and it not be true in a few years and like that doesn't mean you were lie. It just means like your life changes. It's okay to change your mind. It is okay to change your mind. Specifically towards Patrick Cripps though. He's also said that because he's... From country Western Australia, he's like, I haven't lived at my family home 
since I was 13 or whatever mm. and started senior school. So being away from home... It's not that different. It's not that yeah. different. If anything, I have more time off now where I go back home to Western Australia. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. You know what no one talks about? How fucking big Western Australia is. A lot of people talk about that, but I completely oh. agree. <laughs> it's like a third of the whole continent. Yeah. It's huge. A lot of desert. Lot of desert. It's like to ski. I really want to go to the Kimberley Ranges, though. Yeah, me too. I've never been to Western Australia. Neither have I. I don't have. My not, cousin said the other day she wants to move to Perth, and it's like, don't be has afraid. She been, has she been? <laughs> no, she hasn't. Has she been? No, no just, you can't go to Perth she without was, going to Perth. I think she was just like trying to be like quirky and interesting. But that's like the furthest place from where you'll find quirky and interesting people. Mm. I feel like it's like um Perth is a cross between Sydney and, and rural Queensland. And to me, again, from what a I sleeping can gauge, statement, you don't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't. You made that from up. From what I can gauge and from what I, the opinions I hear from, what's the name for a Perth person? What? What's the name for a Perth person? What do you, uh, oh, like a Western Australian? Adelaideans, even Sydney. Sydney Cider. Sydney Cider. So what's a Perth? I don't know. From what I gauge from Perth. People. People. Perth dwellers. That is the general. It's very expensive. That That's all I know about Perth is that it's very expensive. And like Margot River is nice. But it's even in Perth. It's really expensive. The cost of living in Perth is really high. Real estate's like higher in Perth than it is in Sydney. Why? I don't know because it's like far away and yet they have to ship stuff there. I don't know if that's true, but it is expensive there. Whereas my stomach is caving in on itself. Let the record show that it's 10 to 7. <laughs> Sorry I went on a 17-kilometre hike today and I need sustenance. Erin, I worked for eight and a half hours. You don't trump me. Yeah, but you eat dinner at 10 o'clock like a psycho. I'm a normal person that eats dinner at when the sun goes down. I'm resting my pretty head on my extremely comfy pillow at 10 o'clock. How dare you. What's going on again? Oh, this is where Essendon starts to pull away a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Because it was so like, because I tipped North Melbourne. Oh, did and you? And it was like the upset tip. And I, I was watching and feeling good about it. So spoiler alert, Essendon win. Not necessarily. Jasper Pillard looks so different. But, I don't even um, know that man. They're, they're like the two Jasper goals. It's like, you know, when it's like even evenly matched to an extent, but there's it's like the margin stays the same mm. for... Three quarters, and then you're like, well, mm. kind yeah. of like the Port GWS game until the third quarter fight back from GWS. I mean, I guess I more notice it in um when that margin set in the first quarter. I probably notice that though because my team is like classic faders of games. Even last year, when we were like, remember when Port played Collingwood last year? We had like an amazing first quarter, but then it was like for the other three quarters, the margin set exactly the same. I blocked that game out because I watched it at your house, and you were being really annoying. I did nothing. I just I feel like I need. I wasn't being really annoying. You were like zombie state. Yeah. Why? What, what was going on that day for me? Um. Something was not right I with me. I can tell you. I want. I just want to paint a picture for the listeners of like what it's like to watch a Collingwood game with Rose. And this week's game passed is perfect example. You didn't watch it with me. I was in the room while you were watching it. No. no. Uh yeah, hun. Don't hun me. What do you mean? I was there. No, you were like off doing washing and like random shit. I'm sorry, but you're pretty fucking loud. I heard what you were saying and I was in the house. Go on. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to restrain myself from commenting on this because I feel like you'll come back to bite me. I think we're... All I was going to say... On a similar level as each other. No, all I was going to say is that like you were winning by like 50 points and you were being like, this isn't good enough. And it was like, get a grip. You won on the weekend and you were like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Why don't any of you do anything? Like, fuck you guys. True. All right. Well, Essendon are up by 20, so it's pretty clear the way this is going. Did you ask Jaden if he can give you fried rice when you went to pee? No. 
I was trying to be quick because I figured that you would be sitting here in silence. Yeah, I was. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Oh, who are you playing in the new fixture? I actually don't know. Let I'm looking at the fixture. We are playing Geelong. Oh, you Geelong. I thought you yeah. might lose that game. No offense. I oh, are your favourites? I was gonna say I think we'll lose because we're favourites. Right. We often win when we're not favourites, and we lose when we are, which is incredibly frustrating. Who and makes... also odd that we're favourites because I don't think we deserve. I that. was just about to say who like what's the like we beat Hawthorne like and also thank I'm you looking... next. So your favourites, which surprises me, over Geelong and. Essendon and Bulldogs are like a dollar eighty four and a dollar ninety six. Like, who makes these odds? Is it maybe because Geelong don't play as well away from home as we do? I guess I just don't understand the science behind like bookkeeping and odds setting and shit like that. That's why I'm not a gambler because I just don't I get think it. A big part of the odds is what everyone's betting on, right? Yeah, but Bulldogs got absolutely slumped by Carlton and Essendon convincingly won against North, as we're about to see unfold. Well, and last like, there's time like no. Essendon and Western Bulldogs played, the Bulldogs beat them by like 300 points or whatever. What? And really? They beat them like, they finished with like two goals or something. Like right. crazy low, and Western Bulldogs beat them by like more than 100 points. Do you ever put money on football? No. Would you ever? I feel like you're the kind of person that would do those like hectic multi bets and stuff. I actually am deterred from betting on football because of how complicated it is. Yeah, right. Um, but also on top of that, I am addicted to cigarettes, amongst other fun things. By that, I mean like You have an addictive personality, I yeah. Like drinking a lot and stuff. Yeah, so I wouldn't do gambling, especially on things where I feel like there's some form of logic yeah. behind it. When there is, and also it's like, I'm like losing the tipping because I'm like trying to be clever all the time and stuff. I would just mm. do that. So you just waste your money. On betting and like, yeah. I've never bet on any sport or done any gambling. I used to, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't understand gambling because it's like, mm, there's a lot of money. I like poker and stuff, but... You like poker? Yeah, I love poker. I didn't know you've ever played poker. Yeah. Are you playing at Joe's Poker Night on Friday? No. Have you been invited? No. If you invited you, would you play? No. <laughs> because I can't gamble. Like the international poker player I went on two dates with. <laughs> oh, what a weird life. No, especially because... Like card games and stuff, there's like a certain level of understanding that you can gain from that, even though it is chance dependent. There's like you can control certain factors. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. There's maths and like. Oh, I guess. Um. Oh my god! Thank God, there's only two minutes left to go in this game. I can't wait for this video. Sort of stuff. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> your dinner isn't even ready, so I don't know what you think your life would be like if we weren't doing this right I now. I just have nothing to say. I don't know. I'm. So disenfranchised by football at the moment. Why? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm disenfranchised by life. I don't want Jordan to go into play. Yeah. He says he's in a good headspace to play. It's like, well, you're not. It's not about you. Yeah. I don't know how. I, I feel like Collingwood are covering up some shady dealings. Jordan to go is like it's all fun and games, well, beating up with bouncers, but don't like assault people. Well, yeah, and like. We still have no answers on the steel side bottom saga. Like, I feel like Colin would have very comfortable just, like, sweeping stuff under the rug. I trust steel side bottom, but I don't trust Jordan to go in. Um, there was a weird thing I read about Eddie Miller. I read a really good article. I screenshotted it, actually, to show you, but then I forgot to. And it said that why he's stupid. Is it about him being a hypocrite and publicly calling for answers for other clubs and then not giving them to It is, actually, yeah. yeah. I read about that, too. It's why he's stupid, but also how it's effective. 
explicitly requires unwavering public support of his players is admirable as it absorbs a large chunk of the initial media storm and he does it simply to protect his club and those who represent it but it's also stupid practice as well as hypocritical who was that can you go back? I don't know. Can you go back and look at who that Essendon player was? And then it says, in his 22 years in charge of the prize, his players have continually let him down with behaviour and lies. So it's kind of like his... Him. That's Zohar. That's what I was talking about at the beginning. Ken Zohar. 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 He is gorgeous to die for. Really? Yeah. Intriguing. He looks like the guy I have to avoid at the cracker. There you go. Sorry to completely ignore your story. Did that make sense? Looking at my screenshots, I also have a screenshot of um Patrick Cripps changing his guernsey that I sent <laughs> the to Eric. Don't you think, do you know what I mean when I say it looks like a foam roller? No. My thoughts were like... Oh, yes, I do Because know. his body is so incredibly structured that it's like, I would want to lie on him, incredibly but not structured. in a sexual way, in a way of like, I want to put my Use back his body on his abs roller. and roll up and down because I feel like it would like correct all the knots in my back. I feel like... I'm inside one of your sex dreams right now. It's making me uncomfortable. No, I just said not sexual because that isn't how I approach sex. Gross. He's rolling out my knots on people. <laughs> I'm not to kink shame you, but like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> oh, one minute left. My nightmare. Erin, you don't want to do the pod anymore. You can tell me. Of course I want to do the pod. Well, you're not acting like it. Well, it's just because I'm grumpy and hungry. Are you happy for the poor boys that they get to come home? I guess. I'm happy for the Collingwood boys that they seem to be having fun. You know when you're like, I'm happy you're happy? Yeah. Except that um, I do feel really bad for all of the players that have their families. Like I said, because they all left to the hubs before Melbourne got locked down and now they're like, fuck, mm. our wives are in hell. I think the NFL is definitely asking too much of its players. Yeah, it's asking a lot. I think the Melbourne lockdown is... A real spanner in the works. A real spanner in the works because of not so much evacuating the players, but then it's kind of like, I mean, you know that they're in a like much tougher position than when, you know, Port went up to the Gabba. Not mm. that like their hub would have been shit going up there, but at least they knew they, they were They can leaving. like come back. Yeah I, yeah. I just feel like it's like, no offense, but like football players aren't like a different class of human. Like to ask this of them and then, I don't know, just like the weird like exemption from the rules and like. I don't know. I just don't. Something about it rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, I feel like the player well, the ke- level of care for player welfare and like letting people be with their families is so low. Like the, the desperation and determination to continue the season shouldn't trump players like wanting to be with their families. I don't know. I think just like call off the season and let it be over. I know it's really hard to gauge what the scenario is for the Victorian because it's like obviously the Victorian clubs are the ones at the moment that are like making the big sacrifice. Yeah. Exactly. Not that that like, hasn't why should be done it... by the other clubs like prior to that? I just think. I just think. Why do they have to make such a sacrifice? Like it. Sh- it shouldn't be like that. It's not fair. But I guess just so the rest of us can like have a bit of entertainment. Well, not entirely. I. I think that the thing is that it's like you don't know how much like peer pressure could potentially be playing into it. A hundred percent. Um. There would be so much pressure. Like how, if you weren't like like the senior like Basha Hawley, he can say. I'm not going. I want to be with my family. But if you're like a second year player, you're not able to say that because that's like, then you're like, okay, well, that's my yeah. career. You know, but like, it's pretty... saying that there's been no backlash to my knowledge of Bachelor Hooley and Shannon Edward staying home, which is great. Yeah, because they're like senior players. It's... Yeah, but also people could have been like, you I know. know, everyone's sacrificed, like, everyone's doing it. Why aren't they? And that hasn't happened, which is really good. I guess. I just feel like you, if you don't have that, like, social capital as a player, it's like you're a lot more vulnerable to just, like, having to go and. 
being forced into making a sacrifice that you don't aren't really prepared to make anyway. I guess the thing is, after watching the Collingwood stuff and that sort of thing, is that it's like because they literally left the hubs two days before Melbourne went into lockdown, mm. and so Jack Crisp was like the host of the thing, and mm. then all of a sudden he was like, "This is fucked." Like I've got to get my wife to Perth with me, like with the two girls that we've got, and like all mm. this sort of stuff, and so it's like that is problematic because mm. obviously they left under a different impression that yeah then now that they've gone and they then... should have a chance yeah i think it's yeah i just the whole thing like makes me feel not i don't know it's weird well no it's no one's ideal situation yeah but that's also applies to the non-victorian clubs as well like getting up and flying and like falling yeah, morning and all this other stuff but i think yeah people are excited by it and that sort of thing. Mm. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Didn't see that coming. Well played by Sinan. All right, you wrap it up. Go out with a bang, Aaron. Go on. You do it. What? I don't know what to say. You picked this game. I didn't want to watch it. What the fuck? That's so not true. I've already seen it. Well, you didn't. I, are you fucking with me right now? Well, I, I said, said pick a game and I you know. refused to. Don't turn on me now. Don't you turn on me. I said, um, how about we watch a game? And then you said, okay. And then I said, okay, let's watch Climb on Hawthorne. And then you said no. And then I was like, okay, so you pick. And then you suggested one. And I said, no, I've already watched it. Sorry. And then you suggested another one. And I was like, well, I watch a lot of games, so we can watch this one. So, anyway, thanks. I did the intro. You wrap up. Okay, thanks for listening. Next week is going to be hopefully a lot better than this. <laughs> Goodbye. What if we record at seven next week? Don't be a dick. <gasps> Goodbye. <laughs>